and welcome to Yumi and the Economy. The year 2022 will be remembered as the year of high inflation all over the world. In India, we saw inflation rising well before the COVID-19 pandemic. In the last 3 years, there were just 3 months when inflation was below the desired level of 4%. Yet as inflation rates eased a bit at the beginning of 2023, the government started boasting about keeping it under control. while it seemed to soar in many countries across the world in the uk last year consumer price inflation hit 10.1% the highest in 40 years but are the western countries facing the same impact as india are we really able to keep inflation under control to actually make this comparison we'll have to look at specificities existing in each country we have the majority of our workforce working in the unorganized sector earning meager wages the rise in the prices of essential commodities is bound to increase their total spending on daily essentials renowned economist professor arun kumar says that even a 5% inflation in india is bound to affect us more inflation rate in india is not comparable to what it is in say the uk or the us or other major countries because in those countries most people are in the organized sector and they get some compensation for the inflation that takes place so the incomes don't fall much but in india since 94% are in the unorganized sector and they don't have the bargaining power to ask for a higher wage so their incomes decline so in india as i've been saying a 5% rate of inflation is worse than say 8 or 9 or 10% in the uk or in the us Last year the world over central banks had to raise repo rates to counter rising prices. The RBI too followed the pace and increased the repo rate. Despite increasing the repo rate 5 times by a total of 225 basis points from 4% to 6.25% last year, inflation consistently breached the 6% statutory limit set out by RBI itself. Meanwhile, things are not so bright on the international front either. We have the Ukraine-Russia war affecting the supply of essential goods like grains and fertilizers, food, metals and fuel. So raising interest rates is simply not enough. Unfortunately in India what we've been doing is that we have been asking the Reserve Bank of India and the Reserve Bank of India has been uh, raising the interest rates in an attempt to cool down demand. But the problem is that the uh, inflation now is not because of higher demand after the pandemic the demand has been down the consumer confidence index has been below 100 you know for quite some time it was at 104 in january 2020 when the pandemic had just started so it's not that consumption has revived the problem is the supply bottlenecks why are the supply bottlenecks there because of the international situation because of zero covid policy in china a lot of things are in short supply the ukraine war therefore raising interest rate all it can do is cool down the economy and the rate of growth will drop but inflation will not come under control the world inequality report 2022 showed that india is among the most unequal countries in the world with the highest number of poor people the majority of the country's employed people are engaged in the informal sector with no job security of any kind The increase in inflation should also be placed in its social context. It has been proved that inflation has an unequal impact on different social classes. 
The poor are forced to reduce their already low expenditure on health, education, clothing and shelter, once again lowering their standard of living. Consumer price index is one common index for all segments of population, whether you are a rich person or middle class person or a poor person. Earlier, we used to have different consumer price indices for different segments of population. So you had for the agriculture labor, blue collar worker and so on and so forth. So now this consumer price index does not represent what the poor people are facing or what the rich people are facing. It takes a common consumption bundle. So the impact on the poor people is not reflected by the consumer price index. And they are getting hurt because the food prices have risen sharply given what's happened on the wheat front and the paddy front. So food grain prices have risen and the government has cut back. It, earlier it was giving 10 kilo of uh, a ration either free or at two rupees or three rupees that two rupees three rupees has been curtailed so the poor people will have to spend a lot more on food therefore you know the inflation will really hurt them now inflation coupled with burden of indirect taxes on each item makes the life of poor people unbearable it leads to not just less consumption but also a rise in household debt and a lower standard of living with the forthcoming budget, it is imperative that the government looks at inflation seriously. Indirect taxes are eating into the pockets of most Indians. Even after the international prices for crude oil came down, people are paying the same prices as before. Similarly, we have seen the GST and other indirect taxes hurting the poor disproportionately as shown in the latest report by Oxfam. It says that the bottom 50% spend 6.7% of their income on taxes for select food and non-food items, while the top 10% wealth group spends a mere 0.4% of their income on these items. We need to also relook at the micro, small and medium enterprises, where the micro continues to be swallowed by small and medium enterprises when it comes to availing government schemes and benefits. So the question is, what can the government do to control inflation? The first thing is that indirect taxes are high, especially on fuel. So for instance, on diesel and petrol, which is used for transportation and which affects all other prices, their prices are high because VAT charged by the states is high and excise duty charged by the center is high. So therefore, it's a fiscal policy issue that if the government lowers indirect taxes, especially on the basic items like energy and metals and so on, then that will cool down the inflation rate in the economy. Now, most other indirect taxes, the GST council has to lower the indirect tax rate. But as far as energy is concerned on petrol, diesel, etc., it is in the hands of the center and the states. Second thing is that to check the supply bottlenecks, what we have to do is we have to revive the unorganized sector. For that, we have to reform GST and the reform of GST uh, is very essential because once that happens, then not only will the small and the micro businesses revive, the demand will revive and the supply will revive. So that is the thing that needs to be done. Then in the context of the micro sector, MSME has to be separated between micro separately and small and medium separately. The next factor that is very important is that the corporate sector pricing power has gone up because demand has shifted from the unorganized sector to the organized sector. That's why if you look at the RBI sample of 2,700 companies, which uh, came out some, some time back, these are non-public sector, non-financial companies. 
and their uh, sales went up by 40% and their profits went up by 22%. Now, in an economy that is stagnant, if this component is seeing a 40% rise in sales, that means it is at the expense of the other sectors, the small and the micro sector. And this has led to higher pricing power for the corporate sector. That's why even though the economy is in trouble, the profits are rising at 20, 24, 25%. Inflation has been pinching India's poor and working class every day now. Even if the rates have declined, majority of the country is still spending a large share of their incomes on essentials. The government needs to think beyond the repo rate and help the large section of society by lowering indirect taxes helping the micro sector and stabilizing the prices of essential items. Thanks for listening to this podcast. For more news and analysis, go to our website www.senfa.org and keep listening to Yumi and the Economy.